Hello, everyone. It's Monday, so we've got another episode of the Road to Revenue series. We took over the Breakfast with Champions Millionaires Breakfast Club on Clubhouse for a two-minute drill pitch competition. Helping me judge today's contest were Glenn Lundy and Jason Waller of the True Underdog Podcast, and we heard five pitches and gave feedback for each one, with the winner receiving the chance to pitch on Season 3 of Two-Minute Drill on Bloomberg and Amazon to win over $50,000 in cash and prizes. Filming for season three of Two Minute Drill starts in November. Go to dmeltzer.com forward slash pitch to apply to compete or email me, david at dmeltzer.com. This is Entrepreneurs the Playbook. But first, before we get these contestants on, they'll each get two minutes to pitch. Uh, then Jason, you'll give uh, your advice and constructive criticism. Glenn, you will give yours as well. I will give some final comments and then we'll move on to the next. Then we will take some Q&A. So everybody get ready, take some Q&A. Then we will pick the winner who will star on the season three, two minute drill on Bloomberg TV and Amazon Prime. Uh, what I'm looking for just to set the room you know, to make a perfect pitch, there's five things. And the first thing I'm going to talk about that is overlooked is credibility. Credibility comes from practicing. Credibility comes from the ability to communicate effectively as close to the truth as possible. You see, if you're 100% credible, you'll have no problem when you have your ask of exceeding and articulating the value to exceed what you're asking for. People fall down because they oversell, they back and sell. They sometimes even lie, manipulate, and cheat unintentionally or even intentionally. And they wonder why they have so many roadblocks, so much resistance to what they're trying to do. So you got to have a fine tooth comb of credibility when you are pitching. Two, emotional attachment. People buy on emotion for logical reasons. So make sure that you uh, listen to my Angelo. It's not what you say, it's what they feel. That's what they're going to remember. And then looking at quantifying the reasons, the reasons why someone should adhere to your ask. It is the key component of articulating a value to exceed what you're asking for. And then impact. More than ever today, a pitch should include the impact that you're going to have. We are all compassionate capitalists. We're looking to change, if not save the world. And then finally, the biggest fall down, but also the arsenal the features and benefits, the capabilities. Utilize features, benefits, and capabilities to uh, inject that value so you can come to a logical conclusion. Can you see any reason you wouldn't want to move forward? So let's see how well-versed everyone is. Let's see if you can articulate the value to exceed what they're asking for. And you wouldn't believe it, but over 50% of the pitches I hear, I don't even get an ask. And I'm giving advice right up front. Go ahead, Jake. Let's get the pitch competition for over $50,000 in cash surprises for two-minute drill on Amazon and Bloomberg. Here we go. And if anyone would like David's perfect pitch guide, feel free to email him, david at dmelter.com, david at dmelter.com. Okay, so yeah, as Dave mentioned how this is going to work, each of our five contestants is going to have two minutes to pitch. I'll be tracking time as well, so please don't go over. I will be stopping you. First up, uh, we've got Zarina Bahadur, who is the CEO of 123 Baby Box. So, Zarina, please unmute yourself. And once you start talking, your two minutes is on the clock. Awesome. Thank you, Jake. 
1,400 hours. That's the average time new moms spend researching products for their babies. From the latest and greatest toys to the new organic baby foods, new moms spend a lot of time and money on their babies. But what if we can cut those costs? And what if we can cut that research time? And what if we could deliver it all to your front door? That's 123 Baby Box. 123 Baby Box is a monthly subscription box for babies. Each box comes with products tailored to the baby's age and developmental stage. From books and clothing to toys and diapers, Baby Box delivers it all. We're able to cut the research time and unnecessary spending. I got this idea in college one night while I was at the grocery store. I saw this exhausted mom in her work clothes. She had a crying baby in one hand and a toddler in the other, and her cart was filled of baby products. I thought to myself, we're living in the 21st century. Why couldn't all these things come to her conveniently packed in a box? We sell direct to consumer on our website as well as on Amazon. As mentioned, we are a subscription box, so we operate off of the subscription model. Our boxes are priced from $39.99 to $59.99 with a profit margin of 50%. We offer three convenient plans, a monthly plan, a six-month plan, and an annual plan. But how do we advertise, you may ask? Of course, through digital ads, but we've built a huge pipeline of mommy bloggers and influencers. Their following is literally our target market, new moms. So by working with them, they're able to advertise our boxes and lower our customer acquisition costs while increasing our subscriber base. Our total adjustable market is $9 billion, and that's in North America alone but we plan on targeting mommies all over the world. We're growing fast. We have repeat paying customers and have even been featured in Forbes. Our ask is mentors in the baby niche. We're building a community of new moms. After all, parents aren't going to stop having babies. So what do you say? Let us deliver your bundle of joy, a box of joy. Thank you. Amazing, that was exactly two minutes. You okay, we got you, you got to know can, you got to know Glenn, go Glenn's an expert. Yeah, you go first, Jason. But you got you got to know when they're talking about they're looking for mentors in the baby business. Nobody's better than Glenn. Than Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn has lots of babies. Yeah, Zarina, he does. That, Zarina, that was an awesome pitch. That might have been better than all the pitches I heard in season two. And I'm not kidding. That was, yeah. you covered everything. You covered price. You covered margins. You covered marketing. You were enthusiastic about your product. You explained your why. I loved your pitch completely. I've got no qualms or issues with it at all. Glenn. Thank you. That was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, Dave mentioned in the beginning kind of the five different points, right? The credibility. Well, your credibility was was there it's it's clear that you've practiced the pitch um it's clear that every single word you made sure to make it take advantage of every word of the pitch but it didn't sound like you were just reading like it sounded like you had definitely uh practiced this multiple times so the credibility was there the emotional attachment when you told the story of the the tired mom holding the baby we could all feel that when, and many of the people in this room have experienced that i've watched my wife go through that then when you talked about the impact, having a $9 billion industry, all these mothers that are going to continue to have babies going forward, the features and benefits of being able to uh, conveniently not have to spend 1,400 hours researching. And then overall, you broke down the price. You gave us the profit margin. So the value is there clearly. And then you gave us exactly what you're asking for. Dave, that was a heck of a pitch right there.
Oh my gosh, I agree with you. And, you know, it reminds me, I was thinking, you know, when I had my first baby, that's one hand, my second baby too, my third and fourth, you know, that's all your hands. You know, when I had my third baby, I remember my favorite line was, uh, you know, I go, what's it going to be like to have three kids? And they said, well, imagine you're drowning and you're holding one of your kids this in each of your arms to save their lives and someone throws you the third kid. That's what it's going to feel like. So baby box is that lifesaver. And that's the picture in my mind that I got is I have four children and everyone knows Glenn has a child, not just for each arm, but for every finger. Uh, so he would have to have a, 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 a multiple. Yeah, I, remember when I was like you. I remember when I was a part-time parent. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I only have one comment, you know, that isn't the exact same as uh, these two experts on uh, in Ask Bigger. You know, I, I, I'm a huge, I, I was on with LG uh, Nova and they have an innovation center, uh, which everyone should apply for as well. Besides this TV show, uh, LG is taking applications to create an entire community to support you. Ask bigger, don't just ask for mentorship, ask for money, ask for, you're so on it. I just thought you're asking for crumbs. Otherwise, talk about as close to the perfect pitch. I believe, as Jason said, I've been through with elevator pitch and two minute drill, a lot of these, uh, great job. This is what happens when you practice. This stuff becomes as easy as clapping. And uh, you can tell you have this down, that business is gonna succeed. I invest in the uh, jockey. Well, in this case, we get the jockey and the horse. All right, Jake, let's keep it going. Let's keep Thank it going. You guys. Thank you, Zarina. Next up, we've got Robert McPhee, who is the founder of Ally Ring. So Robert, your two minutes starts now. Thank you for the opportunity to be here. I'm thrilled to connect with all of you. Uh, the social justice problems we're faced with today are on the front page in every newspaper. People who had no idea how bad the problems are now want to know what they can say and what they can do to actually help with these problems. In many cases, they've tried to do better but it hasn't gone well because the conversations around these issues are very complicated and very emotionally charged. So enter the ally ring. Think social justice meets the Lance Armstrong Livestrong bracelet, but without the steroids. The ally ring is a beautiful silicone ring that any person can wear to declare their commitment to being a more effective ally to marginalized people. It's not a magic ring. Nobody instantly becomes a better ally by buying it. So the heart of our business is actually supporting the community of people who buy the Ally Ring with the information and resources they need to get them to take truly inspired action. The Ally Ring is a global movement, but I'm not doing it alone. After more than 20 successful years in the personal and professional development industry, I'm connected to a powerful network of influencers who have made it clear they're ready to help get the word out. I'm building an experienced, diverse, talented team that's to make this happen on a very large scale. And most importantly, I'm getting lots of help from people of color because there are many parts of this project that I, as an old straight white guy, cannot be the one to do. We're brand new, we're a nonprofit. So far I brought on some amazing advisors and I've self-funded the establishment of the entity, the development of some amazing branding and the design of the ring. Now we're asking for $60,000 to get to a crowdfunding stage that will get us to our launch. I'll take any advice from you guys as well, but that's it. Equality and unity. Let's do this. Thank you, Robert. That was a minute 55. Jason, do you want to start? 
Yeah, Robert. I mean, I, I went to sleep. I liked the business. I liked the mission, but I was bored. I was yawning. There was no energy. I didn't think it was thorough enough. I understand the why and I appreciate what you're doing, but I just wasn't energized. It was very, as, as Dave would say, vanilla. And he would also tell you, I like rainbow sherbet or Rocky Road or moose tracks. And that was not that. Um, and I'm a pitch guy. I like to feel energy and I like to feel the passion. I didn't feel any of that. It was felt like it was red and it, I, I was bored. Yes, I will pop in. Uh, Robert, first of all, I appreciate the mission that you are on and definitely appreciate you taking your time and your energy to coordinate and to pull people together for a matter that matters, right? I definitely appreciate that. As far as the pitch itself, uh, I still am a little bit confused. I don't quite understand how, how it works. I got lost a little bit in the beginning uh, when you first kind of came out the gate. I didn't really know kind of where you were going. Uh, and then I caught up a little bit once we started talking about the Lance Armstrong and you were able to, I was kind of able to start to visualize but then as you kind of talked about, you know, some crowdfunding and you're pulling together some influence, I, I just don't necessarily get how you're going to get to the end goal, the result of, of, of pulling people together. I just didn't get it from that particular pitch. So I would definitely work on making sure it's so easy. A caveman can do it. I need to be able to understand it right out the gate. And I agree with Jason. If we can deliver it with uh, more enthusiasm and energy, I think it would go a long way. Thank you. Great feedback, guys. Um, and I want to reiterate uh, that these are all constructive criticism. I have listened to tons of pitches. And uh, if it was easy, we would call it perfect pitch training. Uh, because you can see I'm sitting here going, this is a really good pitch. Now, I know a little bit more background. So this is why you need different judges, because I have more knowledge of what's going on. And so it was interesting, uh, Glenn, your feedback of, of what's going on. I do agree. With Jason, though, maybe Jason and I come from the same elk. Uh, you know, you sounded like uh, an older, white, uh, straight man, uh, you know, instead of, you know, a crazy true underdog uh, that's fighting and scrapping. Uh, and I know uh, personally, Robert, there's a lot more of an emotional attachment to this project as well. And, uh, you know, I was wondering uh, if you could bring it and tailor that in. Uh, but as far as the content, you know, what what a great uh, space to be in. And this is what I call a compassionate capitalism. So you had me at hello with the business. I like to ask, um, you know, it was a really smooth ask. Uh, it was uh, relative to what you're doing. Uh, it's not too big, it's not too small. Uh, so that was one of the, the other strong points that people can look at. Uh, like anything, the advantage of this clubhouse pitch competition is that you can use the technology to your advantage. One of the things that came to mind is, Sometimes it's better not to use video. Uh, and I, uh, you know, am looking at this going, what an advantage it is that we do things remotely now uh, because there's a lot more that we can do when we don't have the video on. Uh, so it's very interesting that that came up. Everybody, uh, thank you so much, Robert. Incredible uh, content and incredible business. And uh, we'll keep on progressing. Pro progress, not perfection when it comes to pitching. Uh, thanks so much, Jakey. Let's get to the third contestant for two-minute drill. Let's get to the third contestant here. Thank you, Robert. That was a great pitch. Okay, third, we've got Jeff Milling, who is the co-owner of JMK Ride. So, Jeff, if you can please unmute yourself. Your two minutes starts now. All right. Thank you very much. 
Hi, my name is Jeff Milling. I am CTO and co-owner of a small business called JMK Ride. JMK Ride is a very unique company because we are the leaders in a new and up-and-coming sport called free skating. Maybe you heard of it, maybe not. You can imagine it as a sort of beautiful hybrid of rollerblades and skateboards, although the feeling is like nothing else. I discovered this sport while I was in college. Studying computer science, my curriculum dominated my day-to-day, -day, leaving very few sporadic hours for leisure. This is not an uncommon scenario, but free skating is the perfect uncommon solution. So let me explain. First, you should know that learning to free skate is not a walk in the park. When I first began learning, it felt, I felt like a newborn deer. But because I joined a free skate club at my college, I was able to progress alongside others and eventually to learn how to do tricks, all the while having fun and connecting with my peers. Free skates were a perfect hobby for my college years because they are convenient enough to ride anywhere and portable enough to carry in my backpack between classes. Over the years, my progress on free skates taught me an invaluable lesson about perseverance and patience. Learning to free skate was the perfect teaching tool. It had me coming back daily, learning to overcome adversity, and giving me the confidence that I could accomplish anything. So, we at JMK Ride are requesting $50,000 to help develop and implement a campus and youth program around the nation. I have seen firsthand what this great sport of free skating and our community can do for people and the positive impact it has on physical fitness, social skills, and problem solving, among other things. With this funding, we will work with campus and youth leaders around the nation, providing prospective clubs with starter packs. We want to send people skates. Our program will distribute demo free skates, meetup flyers, and enable access to extensive training material for learning and teaching others to ride, as well as live sessions with myself and my fellow free skating experts at JMK Ride. So I know firsthand that free skating has the power to make real positive change on the college students and youth of today. And with your help, we can make that happen. Thank you, guys. Thank you. A minute 53. Uh, Jason or Glenn, do you either want to start? Uh, I'll go real quick. Um, you left time on the table. I, I'm always the one that's the bad guy. I always feel bad about this, but I'm always going to be brutal. No, no, you're the, the most constructive. So you're the most constructive, yeah, right. not bad. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I'm not trying to, you know, pick on anybody because, look, it's hard for anybody to come up here and pitch. But, you know, you left time on the table. I still I, – I understand the mission, but the business didn't have any tangible, you know, revenue. Any, anything about the business and how it's going to grow wasn't really in there for me. And your, and your ask – I think when you do a pitch, you want to have your ask towards the end. You had that in the middle. So I think where you had that kind of threw me off. Like I was like, oh, he, he's done. And then it was like, oh, he's still going. So I – I would say that, you know, your mission's great. I thought your energy was pretty good. Uh, I thought, I think the business has a great opportunity. I just don't understand the tangible part of like, you know, what your revenue is and, you know, how you're going to grow this, you know, financially and, you know, how you're going to market it. All those things didn't really come to fruition for me in those two minutes. But I think that, um, I think it's a great mission. And I think you need to move that ask towards the end. That's kind of how you wrap up a pitch, in my opinion. Go ahead, Glenn. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I, I'm in line with Jason as far as the feature and benefits part, right? Like the value to exceed the price. I don't feel like we understand how that $50,000, like where that value is going to come from. But I will say this, I will say as far as some of the other components, I personally, I'm, I'm a story guy, right? Like, I love stories. And so the way you kind of told the story of college, 
Uh, you even used a, a very good descriptive word, like a newborn deer. Like I could see you out there falling around like a newborn deer. And I love how you uh, tied it to the youth, right? Which I think is super important. Going to the campuses and creating all of the, or like all of the solutions that you attach to the product, the problem solving, the, the um, teaching of perseverance and patience. So I really, really like the story a lot. The emotional attachment, I think you delivered it well. I think the credibility part was there. And you even touched on the impact. I think what we were really missing is like the reasons to buy the structure of the business itself and some of those features and benefits of how that $50,000 is going to go out there and change the world. I guess in, in short, like I need the big, bold claim, right? Like if we take this $50,000, we're going to do A, B, C, and that ultimately is going to change the planet for generations to come. I need that big, bold claim. But other than that piece, I think that you did a great job. Amazing. And I get the easiest job because I get to go last. And so and I can be the nice guy and uh, soften the blows of constructive criticism. So uh, <laughs> I set this up on purpose that way to allow uh, me to tell you that I have one word for you, value. The storytelling I love, you can be a little bit more energetic, uh, but either put your ask at the front so you set the stage for people or put the ask at the back. Uh, so that you're articulating the value to exceed what you're asking for, but you didn't articulate the value. Uh, and so if you can tie in the value during uh, the story of how much time was lost, how convenient, efficient, statistically successful the product makes us, or on the market side, where the margins the market makers uh, or the market itself lies today, while you're telling the story, incorporate little facts, because you had seven seconds. And I want to point out, Jason said, and, and rightfully so, you're given two minutes and you used a minute and 53. It may not seem a lot. You might be like, why are they being so ticky tack? What's seven seconds? Well, seven seconds a day, time the rest of your life. You know, what's four minutes? Four minutes a day. If you could find that efficiencies and utilize four minutes a day, that is 28 minutes a week. It's two hours a month. It's 24 hours of productivity a year. Over 10 years, <laughs> you could create a business, sell it, exit, doesn't matter. So every second counts, especially if, you have the ability not to be on video and to have notes or even a script. Make sure you're utilizing those seven seconds could have explained part of the business model, but at least enhance the value. Articulate, articulate the value to exceed what you're asking for. That's the ultimate objective of a pitch. Great job. We're three for three. I don't know what we're going to or how we're going to improve. Thank you, uh, Jason. Thank you, Glenn, for great feedback. Uh, I'm excited to hear the fourth pitch. We are definitely three for three. Thank you so much, Jeff. And if anyone would like to ask a question, there should be yeah. some time for quick a live Q&A a uh, after all the pitches are done. So please feel free to back channel me. We'll aim to bring you up. Okay, next up, we've got uh, Jocelyn Sandoval, who is the founder of Protector. So Jocelyn, if you can please unmute yourself and... Hi, thank you guys so much for having me. My name is Jocelyn Sandoval, and I like to share my story. I want you to take a moment to think about the woman in your life that you love the most. Our mothers, grandmothers, daughters, sisters, nieces, or even colleagues. What if I told you that in the US, every 68 seconds, an American is sexually assaulted? And a few years ago, I never thought that I'd be part of that statistic. 
I was your average 20 year old girl having fun at a gathering with some friends. And that night I had lost my phone and became the target of a predator. From that day forward, I changed my life and started my journey to heal. I realized that I didn't want to become a victim. I went through some spiritual healing from a dark space to seeing the light. I started meditating and an idea popped into my head. I knew I had to write it down and I started taking action towards it. And that led me to discovering the boss. So the boss is a palm-sized multi-purpose self-defense device that includes a taser, pepper spray, sound alarm, voice command, and a 911 SOS button with GPS. It also has an in-app walkie-talkie feature for a form of communication amongst the device and app users. It would also be solar powered so that just in case the battery runs out, you have that extra battery life. According to the Washington Post, there are over 20 million American women that live alone. And with this device, I hope to prevent any type of assault and relieve the fear and anxiety of many women who are out alone at night, whether it be from the parking lot at school or work, because the boss offers instant protection. The first step I took was I invested into some market research and they helped me calculate what it would cost to manufacture a product. Next, I filed for a provisional patent and as of right now, I'm currently working on a prototype for this device. I'm here today to ask you for your resources and $50,000 to help me speed up the process of manufacturing and getting my product to market. Yeah, minute 46. Uh, Jason or Glenn, do you want to start? I'll go. Jocelyn, I love the pitch. I hate that you left 14 seconds. You know, we just talked about the seconds there. I love the mission. Um, you know, my daughter, um, uh, my 23-year-old, when she was a senior in high school, uh, you had a similar experience. So, I, you know, this is sentimental to me and it, it means a lot. I think it's important um, what you're doing. I think, you know, overall your business and, you know, what what your your story is, I think is the most impactful we've heard thus far this morning. Um, I just uh, leave in time on the clock. I, I, I think your pitch was great. I think, you know, how you brought passion because it's real to you and you brought sincerity of what's going on to the pitch, I think is so important. So I don't want that to get overlooked. My only small complaint would be the time left on, but really good pitch and great, great story and uh, business. Yeah, Jocelyn. Um, first of all, I appreciate you being um, you know, I, I appreciate your authenticity and being able to share your story. I appreciate you taking the thing that's painful for you and turning it into something that is going to make an impact for others. I definitely appreciate that a hundred percent. And your story captivated us all right out the gate, uh, which I which I love. Uh, the product itself, I think maybe you know those fourteen seconds that you left on the table. I think for me, if you could have used part of that time there to explain to me what's wrong with the current products in the market, right? Like I know there's tasers, I know there's pepper spray, I know there's, I know there's lots of products in this particular area. And so I would have liked to know like, hey, there's products out there now, but this is why those don't work and this is what we need, right? Uh, so I would I, I would have used that time probably for that uh, so that I could understand the biggest pain point with the current market and why yours is more important. I do love how you delivered the 50K. This is what we're going to use it for. We're going to speed up. 
letting us know that you were in the prototype phase. You'd always you'd already applied for the patent. I think those were all great things to uh, increase your credibility so that we found you believable. You're somebody that I personally would invest in. You've already done your research. You've clearly done your homework. You know where you're headed and you've got that emotional attachment. So I appreciate that. Uh, I just think that was the only thing missing is what's wrong with the current products in the market and how has this product solved that problem? Thank you. Uh, thank you, Glenn. I just want to mention that. I mean, this pitch competition is a bit nerve wracking. And I think <laughs> the, those 13 extra seconds I had, it was just, you know, I think I was talking a little faster, but I had timed it for two minutes. You but got it. That's a great piece of advice, Jocelyn, because uh, when you throw a first pitch out at a baseball game, uh, unless you're a Hall of Fame quarterback, uh, if you're someone, you know, a normal average athlete, they tell you to aim uh, two feet high uh, because uh, of the the actual inertia and energy and adrenaline. So same thing here. So if you're planning on two minutes, the adrenaline, I, I would say, as you showed, it's about 210 to 215. Uh, yeah, but, but you had me at hello. Uh, I'm going to try to get through this without crying because the emotional attachment is so profound. Um, so time is, is one of the things. Um, I think Glenn hit on how to incorporate uh, that to make yourself equal and then make yourself better. Uh, in that story, uh, I would have loved to heard you say, if I had the protector, I would have been able to do this. If you got into you know, where that differentiator is, um, would, it, would have been the, the end all and terrific. It is a great example of how people buy on emotion for logical reasons. I know Jason, uh, Glenn and I, as fathers, are all in. Uh, and so it didn't matter that you did or didn't do anything. The story itself was overwhelming and it had enough credibility that we want to be a part of it, um, which reminds me, anyone out there that would like to apply, even the contestants that don't win, still apply to the show. Email me, david at dmelter.com. Uh, and those who just want to learn how to pitch better, I have a perfect pitch guide from all the years and TV shows that I've done and competitions that I've done in this space. Uh, I'll send that out to you. So david at dmelter.com. Great job, Jocelyn. All I say is make yourself equal, make yourself better, then make yourself better by explaining within the context of the story. If I had protector at this point, this is what I would have been able to do. You would have hit a grand slam. Thank you so much. All right, Jake, it's time for our last contestant. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, we are exactly on time here. So thank you so much, Jocelyn. Uh, and if you'd like to pitch, please feel free to email david at dmelzer.com, david at dmelzer.com, and he will get you that application. So if anyone wants to pitch, we are bringing on uh, competitors, contestants for season three, which we'll be filming the week of November 8th. So last but not least, we've got Caitlin Morris, who is the CEO of Spirit Fruit Vodka Soda. So Caitlin, if you can please unmute yourself and your two minutes starts. Thank you for having me. My name is Caitlin Morris. I'm the CEO and founder of Spirit Fruit Vodka Sodas. As a former college athlete, I've always had a passion for pursuing a healthy, active lifestyle. I've also had a passion for kicking back and having a few drinks with friends. Never a fan of beer. It always been tough for me to find an on-the-go beverage I could feel good about drinking. The story of Spirit Fruit starts on a beach in my hometown of Duxbury, Massachusetts in 2019. When my friends brought the new hard seltzers to the beach, it seemed like the perfect alternative to beer that I was looking for. Until I tried it and was extremely underwhelmed. I started doing my research and realized that all of these seltzers were malt-based and pumped full of artificial flavors, chemicals, and preservatives. I saw a huge void in this ready-to-drink alcohol market 
and Spirit Fruit was born. The perfect vodka soda with premium vodka and a splash of all natural fruit juice. Now you've probably heard about the explosion of these hard seltzers over the last couple of years. And you may have also heard that that wave seems to be crashing. Why? Because consumers have come to realize the same thing that I did back in 2019. And they are shifting away from these sugary, fake tasting beverages toward clean, spirit-based canned cocktails. We see this as tremendous validation of the product and vision for spirit fruit that we've had since the beginning. Canned cocktails are the fastest growing segment in the U.S. alcohol market and are taking share market share from hard seltzers, beer, and wine. So clearly there's a huge opportunity to dominate this market. So what makes us different? Number one, quality of our ingredients. We're crafted with five times distilled premium vodka and all natural fruit juice. No chemicals or artificial flavors leaving that weird aftertaste. We are incredibly clean, refreshing, and delicious. We're also female founded with an authentic brand for those customers that want to live a spirited lifestyle. We believe Spirit Fruit is perfectly positioned in this growing category. And with limited resources this year, we have expanded distribution to 15 states, launched direct to consumer platform, and are projected to double our revenue this year. What we need now is capital and a strategic partner to help us scale. I'm currently seeking $1 million in funding to accelerate our growth by expanding distribution, building the right team, and supporting with marketing and brand awareness efforts. Thank you. That was uh, two minutes on the dot. Exactly. Oh, good. <laughs> wow. I will say, All right. you know, or- K- yeah, Caitlin, you just made this really hard for Dave. That's what you mm-hmm. just did because your pitch was really good. It was perfectly timed. You explained the business. You explained the story of why you got into the business. It reminds me of Kara Golden in Hint Water. You know, she had issues. She was making water, and then she put the fruit in it. And um, she's a friend of mine and been on the show, and she I'm on the podcast, I mean, and she – it's similar to that. You wanted something natural where people could still get the alcohol and have a great time. I think it's a great story. I think it's going to be a great business model. I think it was a really good pitch. I, I, think, I think Dave's got his hands full. I think Thank I you. agree with you a hundred percent, Jason. Caitlin, that was that was killer. That was a, a killer pitch. Love the story. Easy to follow. Great energy. You could hear your passion. I too, Jason, thought of Kara Golden. She's been here on Breakfast with Champions. Uh, I've got a, a, a refrigerator filled with hint water after getting to know Kara a little bit better. And something tells me I'm going to have a refrigerator filled of your spirit, spirit fruit vodka sodas here in the future. Uh, incredible, incredible pitch. Great energy. All the pieces making David's job incredibly hard. Great job, Caitlin. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Amazing job. And it's so funny because although these two gentlemen are big fans of Kara, I'm a super fan because my daughter works for her. And uh, not only has she mentored my daughter, but uh, she works for Hint Water. So quick plug. And uh, we know the space really well, uh, both vodka and soda. Uh, and what a great pitch. I will, I got to say something constructive. Uh, so the only hint of non-positive, this is such a difficult decision between all these people, but it, it still at times felt like you were reading it. Uh, there was great energy in reading it. Uh, but uh, in the the cut, and, and I'm getting really, really, really nitpicky. It'd be uh, something you could work on, uh, just to be able to transcend uh, the notes or, or the script that you had in order to effectuate a conversational tone. Uh, would be the only ticky tack, super ticky tack way. Uh, big pitch and shout out to Spirit Fruit Vodka and to Hint Water, the Hint Water of Vodka. That's what I'm going to call you, Caitlin. Um, h- incredible job. <laughs> Uh, by everyone. I, w- I want you know to tell everyone, please, whether you win or not, uh, please apply for the show because all five of these pitches, 
I'd love to see just for me, the difference of uh, being able to read it when you get onto a set with a timer in front of you and lights and cameras and, you know, how it affects these pitches, because, you know, Jason, I know, you know, this, these pitches have been extraordinary. So I know, you know, with elevator pitch, things change when you jump into an elevator with a big clock ticking down from 60 seconds, which by the way, is the bigger lesson of pitching uh, is that time creates resistance. Uh, and that's why we put those clocks in there. Uh, when you're, you know, want to make a million dollars or close the money by the end of the month or the deal, all you're doing is putting yourself in an elevator with a big clock and creating more pressure and resistance. That's not needed. Just enjoy the consistent, persistent pursuit of your potential and the pitch. What we're going to do now with the remaining time is we are going to take live Q&A, give these judges time to make their suggestions. I'll make the final decision. I want everyone out there, not just to pitch, to apply for season three, to win $50,000 of cash and prizes, to get great feedback, to get exposure awareness on Bloomberg TV and Amazon. So I want everyone to go ahead and email me for the pick, perfect pitch guide and the application, david at dmelzer.com. I'll even throw in a book, an ebook, an audiobook. I'll sign a copy of my book. I'll send it to you. I'll pay for shipping in the book. Don't worry, david at dmelzer.com. All right, Jake, let's get the questions rolling and then we will get the judges to give us which they thought were the best pick and select a winner. All right. You got it. Wow. Those were five incredible pitches. Arena, Robert, Jeff, Jocelyn, Caitlin. Thank you so much. Uh, okay. So yeah, as Dave mentioned, we'll be bringing on a few questions here and uh, okay. We'll be taking a question actually from uh, David's training, his zoom training he's been doing for over 21 years. Uh, so this is a question to the judges. The question is, what are some things an inexperienced person can do to seem more credible? I'll take this at first, then you guys comment. Uh, look, you don't want to seem credible. What people don't realize is when you are not articulating credibility, when you exaggerate, oversell, back-end sell. Uh, I'll give you an example on one of the pitches. Someone said, you know, we have over 300% gain in revenue. My mind went, why didn't you tell me how much revenue you had? Is that $3 to $9. Uh, and then I started getting really skeptical. Instead of looking for the positivity, I felt as if, why is there shade on, on the way they're explaining things? Why aren't you being transparent? Why aren't you being vulnerable? You know, uh, for example, when the vulnerability appears in the pitches, like with Protector, you automatically have 100% credibility. Uh, so you really want to not seem more credible. You want to be transparent. One of the best ways is illumination. Illumination of difficult things, awkward things, uh, shortages, voids, uh, obstacles, weaknesses, that's instant credibility. Uh, and so making sure that you don't oversell back and sell, but more importantly, illuminate, be transparent, build credibility so people don't look for the rabbit hole of where you are, maybe unintentionally, uh, not being forthright or transparent. Uh, Jason or Glenn? Yeah, I just want to add to that to 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 sound and give me a feel of more credible. I mean, practice, 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 practice. Like, know what the heck you're doing. You know, I took a, uh, you know, I'd take a new salesperson when I was running my dealership. I'd take a new salesperson. I'd get him in the seat. We role play, we role play, we role play, we role play. We practice, we practice, we practice, we practice. He's inexperienced, but when he's in front of that customer, he's doing what Dave said, which is he's not overselling. He's not, um, you know, exaggerating. He's not doing anything like that, but he's professional and he knows 
he knows his lines, right? He knows he's, he's educated and that comes across. So I don't think anything is more important than taking the time in the mirror every single day to practice what you're, you know, to practice that pitch. You've got to come through the fact that you're a professional will come through. And even if you're new to the idea, the concept or whatever, we'll know that you're bought in because you've taken the time to do the work. I will piggyback on what they both said. I would say confidence when you're, when you're speaking, I want to seem like you're inconfident and struggling because, you know, if there's insecurities there, it's not going to come across the right way. And I also think being vulnerable to be honest and have humility of where you're at in your business and just be honest with, with that information that still builds credibility. Um, wherever you're at, when you're honest about things, it gets judges or people looking at your business to understand where you're at and trust you more. Thank you, Jason. Thanks, Glenn. Thanks, Dave, for that uh, for that feedback and answering that question. Okay, uh, we've got a few more minutes here. We've got uh, Tina Wilson. Tina, if you can please unmute yourself and feel free to ask your Hello, hello, hello. Um, David, if you have two minutes, I wanted to know if I could do my pitch and get critiques from you. Is that possible? Sorry, no. So just so I know, I... I, absolutely. I prefer you, you know, p uh, apply for the show itself to be a part of it. Uh, or I give five minutes to anybody, um, anybody, yes, yes, yes. anybody set up a phone call, email me, David at dmelzer.com. I live my life like my name, the meaning of my name is beloved servant. So I've set a 520 rule. I'll give anyone on earth five minutes uh, on the phone and 20 minutes in person if you're willing to come to me or 20 minute interview. So uh, go ahead, reach out to me. Please apply to the show though. I I'd love to give you feedback yes. before um, and uh, please set up a five minute call. I'd love to listen to you and give you feedback before the show. It's not cheating. It's my show. I can do what I want. And so, uh, <laughs> so do I get, so do I get two minutes now, David, or just wait? To can, apply? I, I can't only because, uh, no Jason worries. Waller, the big baller no has a okay. multi billion okay. dollar investment so, banking meeting. So yes, so if, call so David at dmelzer.com. We'll do it right away. We can do it this weekend. Awesome. So my, I do have a question for you. Yeah. Did good. you ever have a point in your life? Cause I've been doing a lot of research where you felt like you couldn't do something because of something in the past. Like, how did you get over that hurdle of feeling when you had that down moment of depression or whatever? How did you get through that? If you ever had that every, moment? Every day I have it still. Uh, I actually just remodeled a home in, in Indiana. And before they closed off the wall, I wrote on the wall, uh, I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am worthy and I am happy. What am I doing to interfere with it? So every day I feel that way. Every day, the difference is, I only spend minutes and moments feeling that way. I used to spend days, weeks, months, and years. Uh, I lost a friend to suicide this last weekend, uh, someone who worked with teen suicide. Uh, and, you know, I, you know, want the practice of stop, drop, and roll. When you are triggered, when you're triggered, instead of resisting it, going over, under, or through it, stop, breathe through the nose, out through the mouth, find, find your center, find your neutral. And then roll towards the what, the who, the how, the now, apply your why to your life. Spend minutes and moments. It'll never go away. It's part of the ego. It's part of the primal fears that uh, Freud talks about. So instead, just accept the fact that you're going to feel that way. Instead of spending days, weeks, months, and years there, just spend minutes and moments. I can teach everyone how to do that. I have a guide for that, the stop, drop, and roll guide. Please reach out to me, David at dmelter.com. Tina, I look forward to working with you and I look forward to seeing you on the show to win $50,000 of cash and prizes. 
thank you, David. That was an amazing <laughs> answer. Thank you. All right, Jake. Yes. Uh, thanks, David. We've got about two minutes here. So, uh, Mike, uh, Mike Mamola, if you can join to ask your question. Hi, everyone. Congrats uh, to all of the contestants. Amazing pitches. I had a question for some of the judges. Is there any structure that you prefer? I know when I was trying cases as a trial lawyer, there was something known as primacy and recency. Uh, the concept that when you talk to a jury, they'll, they'll remember the first thing that you tell them and they'll remember the last thing that you tell them. But a lot of what you tell them in the middle kind of gets lost. Do any of the judges have a preference on structure? And Dave, maybe this is peeling back the kimono a bit on some of your perfect pitch tips, but I'm just curious to see what some of the others also. Yeah, Jason, since you didn't get the talk, why don't you do that and then we'll get to the winner. Okay. Uh, I would say yes. I, I think that you need to really introduce the story of the business up front, what's going on, what your why is. You need to, in the middle, you need to figure out, talk about the business model, talk about the profits, if there is any, talk about you know how the business is going to scale and what the vision is for that. And I always think at the end should be your ask. You know, you, we had a pitch earlier where the ask was in the middle. I'm not a big fan of that. I think the end, you want to remember what the ask is at the end after they, you've built it up. It's like watching a movie or telling a story. You want to build it up with those pieces and, in my opinion, have the ask at the end. Yeah, and I, just, I like the beginning or end, but that's exactly right, Jason. All right, Jake, let's set it up. Remember, everyone, this is to see who is going to the finals on two minute drill to win $50,000 of cash and prizes on Bloomberg and Amazon. Please reach out to me for any help. Perfect pitch guide, the stop, drop and roll my book, ebook, audio book. It doesn't matter. I'll sign a book, send it to you, paper shipping and the book. Jason has a book coming out as well. I'm going to push him to give away his book as well. Perfect pitch today. All right, Jake, take it over. Let's get the finalists. Here we go, what we've all been waiting for. Okay, we've had five unbelievable pitches here on the two-minute drill here on Clubhouse. So we've got Zarina, Robert, Jeff, Jocelyn, and Caitlin. So why don't we start this off with Glenn, uh, if you want to give your winner and explain why you picked that winner, and then uh, Jason, and then the final uh, David, who will be the final say here on who will win. So Glenn, please unmute yourself and well, you didn't tell me that. I thought we were just going to leave this all on Dave. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, they all were definitely great pitches, great businesses for sure that I want to learn more about. Um, I think that I would give the trophy to Zarina. I think she just delivered everything spot on. I totally got it. Totally believed in it. The energy was perfect. I thought it was the perfect pick. There we go. Okay, one vote for Zarina. Jason, who do you got? Well, look, I I wouldn't be mad if it was Zarina or Caitlin. I thought both were A-plus pitches. You know, I, I think, you know, I want to congratulate all five of the folks coming up there and doing that and tell them we appreciate that because it takes a lot of courage and confidence to do that. Um, but I would, you know, because he took Zarina, I'll take Caitlin just because I like to be different. But I'm not mad if either one of them win. <laughs> Jason, I love that about you. I was about to say on Mike Mamula's question, I was going to say, uh, and I liked, I liked the, 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 the ask right at the front. You and I are just exact opposite. Like, tell me what you're asking for out the gate. Then give me the story. Then give me the features and benefits. So I love that you just said that's awesome. I, and I like either one. So uh, definitely not in the middle, though. All right, I figured, Jason, he's not going to let me off easy, so I knew he wasn't going to pick the same person. That's why I put him second as Zarina, and I think we have three A's and two A-pluses in the deal. Uh, uh, the three A's, Robert, Jeff, and Jocelyn, if you do not apply, 
uh, for my TV show, I will be so disappointed because depending on what episode you end on, Jason will agree. If you can perform in front of a camera like you did on Clubhouse, you will be taking home $50,000 of cash and prizes. You'll get awareness on Two Minute Drill with Amazon Prime Video all over the world and Bloomberg TV in the United States and beyond. Uh, it's in India on Geo. It's at the airports. Uh, it's at hotel rooms. Uh, we uh, have a huge distribution. So uh, I am narrowing it down to those two. Uh, so Robert, Jeff, and Jocelyn, please apply. Anyone listening to think that they're in the ball game, you are. Please apply. We'd love to have you on the show. We'd love to hear from you. It's a lot of fun as well. Um, wow. This is tough for me. Um, and I am going to lean in the, to Caitlin. Uh, and I, I just thought um, with the ask, uh, the, I'm an ask big person, and that's the, the, the tiniest, subtlest difference between the two. Zarina was asking for crumbs, and uh, I thought it was a much more clear ask by Kate, Caitlin. Uh, both of you, just so you know, either one of you could win this and would win the episode uh, hands down. It, like Jason said right from the beginning, I've been blown away. Uh, so there are no losers here. Uh, so Zarina, please apply because I imagine you'll make the show as well if you apply. Uh, Caitlin, you don't have to apply. You are on the show. Uh, I will send you all the perfect pitch, guys. Uh, congratulations to everybody. You guys are amazing. I want to thank Jason Waller, the true underdog from Trailer Park to Billionaire, my man, and of course my audio double, Glenn Lundy. I love being on a show with you because who knows who's talking when either of us are talking. Uh, so thank you so much for the Breakfast of Champions here and allowing us to utilize it for an incredible perfect pitch day, perfect pitch training and competition for Two Minute Drill. We love to see Glenn on the show. Jason and Glenn are both on Office Hours uh, as well. So catch us October 15th, the first late night entrepreneur show uh, on Bloomberg and Amazon as well with incredible guests, billionaires like Tillman Fertitta and uh, millionaires, entrepreneurs, celebrities, athletes, and entertainers, Apollo Ono, Marshall Falk, like I said, Saad Guru even showed up for us, Cameron Diaz. The list goes on 72 of the biggest names talking about entrepreneurship and how it's applicable to their past lives and passions. All right, everyone, reach out to me, david at dmelzer.com. We are here to be of service. Apply to Two Minute Drill. Get your perfect pitch guide. Get my book. Go ahead, get the stop, drop, and roll while you're at it. We love you all. And Glenn, uh, everyone that's part of this community, you've changed my life. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode in any way or found any value, screenshot it, share it, however you like. My only ask is you help me empower others to empower others to be happy.